Hey everyone and welcome to my podcast. My name is Tawana, author, speaker, coach, and fitness instructor. I am simply here to inspire, encourage, and motivate you to pursue your God-given purpose by uniquely being you. Thank you so much for joining me on this week's episode. I do pray that you are blessed and encouraged as we learn what it means to be graced and guided. Hey, welcome back everybody to Grace and Guided Podcast. My name is Tawana. I am your host. Thank you so much for joining me again. Y'all are the true MVPs. As y'all can see, this month, y'all, I am doing something completely different, okay? I'm doing a series called Love Series, Doing Relationships God's Way. And I really just want to broadcast and show that, first of all, there is people out here doing things the right way. We're not perfect. You know, we have our flaws. We have our issues. We have our own trials and tribulations. But at the end of the day, we truly strive to do the Lord's work. So I want y'all to make sure that y'all tune in with me for the rest of the um, month of February as I have some good stuff for y'all coming in. And on today's episode, y'all, I'm so happy to bring my sis on with me. Um, For those that know me, that know I do extreme hip hop, you know, the uh, fitness, I do extreme hip hop. She's also an instructor um, in extreme. She's also a cosmetologist. She does hair fire by the way I need to get down there and visit <laughs> and get her hair done but she's a single mom of two and I have been truly encouraged by her journey because she have reminded me of myself and it's just very encouraging to see other women deciding to live life and do things the Lord's way so we gonna get into it and get it get to know a little bit more about her but y'all welcome with me one of my good friends Miss Tiffany welcome hey, to the show love hey thanks for having me definitely how you doing sis I'm doing good I'm doing good 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 so look like I said we just gonna y'all we just gonna have a conversation y'all just gonna get in on a girl talk and we gonna you know get down and just, you know, get to know, y'all get to know her story and kind of like where she's at when it comes to walking in her life with the Lord and really what that journey looks like when it comes to relationships and just all that type of jazz. Cause we know that little situation can get a little sticky. So with that being said, (laughs) yes, ma'am. With that being said, sis, if you can go ahead and just share, just share a little bit about yourself, like your background, where you come from. And then if you just want to go ahead and touch on how you end up you know, serving the Lord and still, you know, being strong in your relationship with him. Okay. So, um, like she said, my name is Tiffany, um, Tiffany Morrison. I'm from Greensboro, North Carolina. Um, by trade, I am a cosmetologist. Um, I love doing hair. I love everything about it. Um, about to hit my nine year anniversary with that. Um, I am a mother of two, I have a 10-year-old son, and I have a 7-year-old daughter. They are my everything. They are my everything. And to be honest, um, having my children actually reared me back in to my relationship with God because I I grew up in the church. Um, I had all intentions on waiting until marriage to have sex. But, you know, life, peer pressure, all those things got intertwined in that, and I kind of got away from the Lord and did my own thing for a little while. Um, and then I had my children. I realized there was such, there were things in life that just wasn't happening the way I knew it was supposed to happen. Um, I always had a conviction, even when I was in the world to do right. But 
You know, sometimes we ignore those things and think we got time to wear it back in. But mm -hmm. the Lord lets things happen sometimes for us to know, no, I need to come on back home. So that's kind of what happened. I got into a six year relationship where I was engaged to my kid's father, you know, really thought he was going to be my everything. Um, and that just did not happen. Um, by the grace of God, I, I, I always say by the grace of God, because I was able to walk away from an engagement that I did truly want to happen. But I just knew in my heart that that wasn't it, no matter how good it may have looked for me to marry him and, mm. you know, be with the father of my kids. He's also a barber. And when I barber, when I say he's a banging barber, so it looked all on the outside, it looked good. But my heart just knew, like, he's not it. And I rather had saw my kids be a, see us happy apart than together and broken. So, mm, mm. so. Baby, was that, <laughs> that was a word. Hold on. <laughs> Sis, that yes. was a word. Like, hold on real, real quick. Because, see, people, did y'all just catch what she said? Because sometimes we get so caught up in the image and like, like that, I think that would have been a bomb just thinking of, you know, what you say, he's a barber, you're, you mm -hmm. know, you doing hair, y'all coming together, being able, but somewhere you knew, first mm -hmm. of all, to me, sis, what it sounds like is it was purpose about purpose. Yeah. It was about purpose, right? And that's what I feel, to be honest with you. Um, When I talk about like in my last um series, when I said, you know, I left my marriage because of purpose. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't necessarily about being with a person. It was, I knew I, I knew what God was calling me to was greater than where I was at. And it was like you said, it was, it was, I, it was better for my kids to see us happy apart than to be trying to force and make something work miserable, trying to make it work with somebody that for one guy wasn't, you know, a part of. So mm -hmm. sis, what a word, what a yeah. word. <laughs> so look, so you saying before you, you know, you had your kids and all that. So did you, was you raised in church? Yes, I was. Okay. So you knew the Lord and you had a relationship um, with him. Was it like you end up going to college and kind of straight away? Or was that relationship not as solid until you had your children? Um, Both. I think I grew up in church. Grew up in church is completely different from having a relationship with the Lord. Mm. I Come grew on. up in church. I knew to go to church on Sunday. I knew to pray in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. I knew to repent of my sins, but I don't think that I was ever really taught. Like, I knew repent. I didn't know that repent means don't do it no more. Mm. It was just, oh, God, I'm sorry. I repent. But then the next day, I'm do it again. So my foundation was not solid. So... When I say both, I'm like, I went and it wasn't solid. So when I went to college, that's when I, I really saw the world looking fun when I went to college. I was mm -hmm. like, well, my mom and them said don't do A, B, C, and D, but these people are here having a lot of fun. And I actually lost a friend um, in college. And once she passed, you know, I saw all these memories of people having fun, getting drunk in the clubs and all this. And I was like, I'm missing out. So actually that triggered me to like, go out and just open me up into a world of sex perversion lust um drinking I tried smoking weed um but even in the midst of that my conviction level was still there 
Mm. <laughs> so I'm Talk so thankful. It. I would get, I, I am, my friends will tell you to this day, I am the girl that would get drunk and be singing gospel songs. I was the girl that would get drunk and be trying to pray for people. I was the biggest hypocrite you would ever find. I mean, I would Good. tell people That's don't real. do stuff and I would be doing the exact same thing because in my mind, some way, the Lord was going to override my mess. That's just what I thought. But when yeah. I when I got pregnant and had my kids, it was like he just started rearing me in. That's why when the Bible say train them up in a way when they will get older, they will not depart. I truly believe that because my family set the foundation, but it was really up to me, for me to um, find God for when he drew that I really answered. I'll say that. Hmm. And I really answered when I had my children. Mm. Girl, you know. Let me tell you something. You 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 sound like me because you was I think what what you're saying is you was at a season where that you you not like you knew the Lord but like you said your foundation wasn't wasn't where it should have been for you to be completely having a relationship with him so you was just out exploring whereas mm -hmm. with me I actually backslid into the world while being a saved Christian woman girl mm -hmm. just like you said I was this one I'm sitting there smoking weed girl listening to gospel music and I remember my ex he was like how you listening to gospel music and you smoking like because like I still love the Lord like, yeah listen I knew I like you said I knew God was still with me and, and this ain't no me not get this twisted y'all we're not saying that it's okay we knew wrong like I knew I was wrong, but I also knew that I loved the Lord. I also knew he was with me. And mm -hmm. my prayer was him to him was, Lord, cover me until I recover. Because yeah. I knew I would come out of it. That's so good. You know what I'm saying? Like, I knew I would come out of it. So I relate wholeheartedly to being out there, but still knowing that, Lord, when you bring me out, I know I'm going to come out of this clean and be able to share this as testimony. But right now, when you in it, you know what I'm saying? You in it. Yeah. But that's praise the, God for that's the enemy because uh, I mean, hey, being in the world, it it it, it does feel fun. Hmm. <laughs> but once you get saved, is the consequences of that still follow after? Baby, the so. price you gotta pay. Yeah, it ain't worth it. <laughs> yeah. So so look, let's just talk about Georgia because I know you have openly talked about this on your platform mm -hmm. about your celibate journey because we're gonna get right into it. Yeah. How, first of all. Were you, like I said, I know your foundation wasn't before your children, but was that a part of your journey, celibacy, or did you completely commit to it after the, you know, the encounter you had with the Lord coming back after having the, um, your kids? Yes. So I knew while I was living with my, um, I hadn't even came back to Christ yet. I knew after my son that I wanted to begin a life of abstinence and I say abstinence versus celibacy. Um, celibacy is for those who say, hey, I'm good on sex and I'm good on marriage forever. I'm mm -hmm. not there. I'm just abstaining until I get married and then mm -hmm. all of that's over. But um, yeah, once I had my son and I just I just had this pulling and tugging on my heart that I just really wanted to get right with God. And I made up in my mind that abstinence was going to be the first thing to go. And I say it like that because how you mentioned that, you know, you were saved and smoking weed. Sometimes what God wants to go first is not what we actually, what we choose in our minds to go first. Okay. If that makes mm -hmm. sense. Mm -hmm. um, so I actually, I'm seven years in on my abstinence journey. And when I have to make it very clear, when I say this to people, 
when I say seven years in, that means no toys, no sex, no touching myself. No one touches me. No one does anything to me. No orgasm point blank period. Cause that's the mm. first thing I get with people. Do you still use toys? I don't use anything. Um, so in, in that journey, I wanted sex to go first, but God actually took my drinking away first. Mm. So because I wanted to start that on my own, I actually went 11 months the first time that I started my journey and I failed. And I failed because I was I was in church. I was learning God, but it was still some cracks in my foundation. It was still I will I, I tell people I, I abused grace. I was like, I'm gonna go back one more time because and it was with my kid's father. He had a baby on the way and I actually was trying to get back with the um, get back at the girl who was pregnant by him because my daughter was six months old mm. at the time that another female was pregnant. And when I tell you I fell and I felt the lowest I had ever felt like the most embarrassing moment in my life couldn't compare to how I felt in the moment that I failed. And I actually initiated that time like I drew him in. He didn't even try to come at me. Mm. So that I I went 11 months before that fell in like after that, like when I tell you I was on fire for God after that, like I prayed to go home and pray. I was looking up people on YouTube trying to figure out how she's keeping herself. What does she do? What does she go through? Like I was fueled by the strength of women and men who were able to keep themselves. And then in the midst of me being fueled by them, I learned so much about me. Like God started working on me. See, if you're not perfect in this, you're not perfect in that, but I'm here with you. Let's do this. So I learned to just call on him for everything. And here I am seven years later, still being able to keep myself. Hey, man, <laughs> congratulations. Thank you. Like what? a testimony like um I've said this in my um and I've shared my own story too before my ex who I'm you know just really coming out of this whole entire relationship with I was eight years eight years in um celibate mm -hmm. and and if y'all haven't heard my story go back and listen to my last couple of episodes because I shared the full journey of how I ended you know where I was and coming back to this part of my life but sis I, I know, you know what I'm saying? Like, I've been there, you know, and I'm coming out of this relationship that I was in, and I'm back on my um, abstinence, my celibate journey, um, and just really believe in the Lord for that. But let me ask you this. Why do you think, because we know it's the right thing, quote, unquote. We know that's what the word says. We know that's what we're supposed to do. But why do you, why do you believe it's so important that we should wait until we're married? I believe it's important for us to wait until we're married because God knows exactly what he's doing. Like he knows exactly what he's doing. He knows the soul ties. He knows how powerful it is to join with another person being spiritual beings. We know that there are transfers of spirits. We know mm. that other things enter in into us. I don't know what a scripture is, but it talks about, you know, people who are sexual and immoral be um, beings and stuff like, you commit sins to yourself trying to let people touch on you, touch on yourselves and all these other type of things that are happening. So I think it's important because it's God's protection. Like we don't see saving ourselves as God's protection. We see it as him keeping things from us. And that's wholeheartedly not what he's trying to do. 
I tell people all the time, God know how good sex is. And he's trying to tell us, don't open up that door. Because once it get open, it's going to be a hard one to shut. And when you do shut it, it's going to be things that's still on the outside of that door that's going to come with you. Because even being saved, we still have to war against those things that I opened up years ago. Hmm. So you saying it's your perspective. Yeah. It's the perspective on how you see instead of looking at it that God is taking you away from something, he's trying to keep you from something. Absolutely. And that's what I want to, that's my point and what I want everybody to understand. First of all, serving the Lord is not about what you're going to lose. Mm-hmm. It's really about what you're <laughs> going to gain yep. and what you get in the exchange. Because what you're going to lose is worldly things. Like it, it's nothing compared to the peace it's yeah. nothing compared to the things, the fruits of the spirit oh that God. you get when you choose to surrender and sacrifice a season that, because everything is a season. Mm-hmm. Everything is a season, no matter where you at in your life, there you are in a season of something. And whatever that season is, you need to make sure you're getting all what God wants you to get so that you can get into your next season. Because sometimes we can be in a season too long or longer than we're supposed to because we haven't caught what the Lord is trying to show us. Right. So it's important to know that whatever you are in and wherever God is taking you and whatever you, wherever you may find yourself in this moment, God may be trying to pull you out of something, but you're fighting him tooth and nail because you thinking you're losing something. But when you change your perspective, when you begin to see things the way God see them and know that he wants the best for you, then you will start seeing like, you know what, even though I don't understand it, be obedient, mm-hmm. be obedient to what he's saying. Cause I promise you will never fail. You will never fail doing it God's way. Yep. <laughs> Amen. You will never fail. Never now, fail. Let, let me ask you this. Do you still believe in love? Absolutely. Yes. Are you, are you waiting? Waiting for love? Waiting for love. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I often like literally I'm sitting in my prayer closet now. Like I pray for my future husband here and there. I'm I'm not the type of person who is um I desire marriage, but I'm not pressed. But mm-hmm. I'm not I'm also not the woman that's like, I don't need a man for anything. That mm-hmm. is also not me. I am very content where I am at the moment. I pray that when the Lord shows me when it's that time, you know, that my heart is open, that it's not blocked off. Cause I'm gonna tell you, I've, I've dated one time in my, since I left my kid's dad and you know, he was a wolf in sheep's clothing. So I've dated in the world and I've dated in the church. So when I tell you my eyes are open, mm-hmm. <laughs> they are it. open. And even with him, he, we went 11 months. He had already asked my pastor to marry me and everything, but he said he literally told me I was the first girl that he ever dated in the church who did not have sex with him. And that kind of made me mad. Mm-hmm. And I was like, now, come on, where is the standard for real now, y'all? And mm-hmm. I mean, he had a position in the church, too. So I'm like, people are really out here. So that that was another thing that made me be like, I'm definitely not giving up on this journey. Like, I believe God wholeheartedly. And I trust him with my body. I trust him with everything. And I'm leaning on him to keep me because I'm not keeping myself. He keeping me. Hmm. So I I do wholeheartedly still believe in love. And I am waiting for that time for me to be with my purpose partner. 
Amen. Now, sis, is there anybody that you've seen on this, like the journey that you're on? Is this something that God is taking you down where you're, you're, you know, a trailblazer for, for people to follow? Or have you seen the life that you desire when it comes to waiting, marriage, and just this whole journey? Is there someone that you've seen live it out and you you're like, okay, that's what I want? Or is this truly something God and the Holy Spirit have really just walked you down and is walking you through on your own between you and him? It started out as something just me and him. But over the last maybe two years with me following, like I'm in a group called the Sexless Tribe um, on they have an app in it's on Instagram. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah, they so it's Atlanta, a whole, didn't they? Yes, a meetup. Yes. So I'm in a I have that app on my phone. But over the years, basically I've ran into Instagram pages and other people who have um come together and kept themselves. And as beautiful as it is, I know it's still my own journey. So I would say, you know, it was me and God first, but I have saw couples that made it and I'm like, you know, that's beautiful. And I would when I meet my husband, I would love to share our testimonies together because I believe that the same way the world gets to show love and how they do it in their own selves is the same way the kingdom of God should put it out there that there is a standard to dating marriage and keeping yourself. Amen. I love that. Um, before we get ready to get out of here, cause we're about to go. Um, mm -hmm. Is there anything, any advice that you can give to, Two, two different people to, to single women that may feel like they, first of all, they, they have to give it up. It's like, mm -hmm. um, men, you know, will make you feel like, well, if you love me, that's what you'll do. Um, speak to those women that may feel that if they don't share this with their partner, that they're, you know, not worthy or whatever reason, um, mm -hmm. speak to those women. Then also to the woman that is, waiting but feels like she's forgotten about she is on her journey but you know sometimes it can be lonely mm -hmm. on this single journey and on this waiting on on this whole waiting on the lord thing um yeah. speak to that woman and just encourage her as she's not sure if she's you know because she's looking at everybody else like mm -hmm. well, they okay not knowing you know the, the the other parts of it but just speak to both of those women and what kind of advice and words that you can give to them Yes. Yeah, so to the single woman who feels like she has to, you know, give it up or do whatever it, it is to keep someone just understand, hopefully one, if you listen to this, you're a believer and you know that God can heal anything. So what I would say to that is that see what the root cause is as to why you feel like you have to give it up. Because most of the time sex is not the thing that we feel like we have to give is um, you know, my father left me abandonment issues, rejection issues, or whatever the case may be, that's the root of why you feel like you have to give it up to that person. I I am completely honest with God. Pray and ask the Lord, why do I feel like I have to do this? Because he knows anyway. So just give it to him, cast it to him, and ask him to help you understand. And just know that the look, you are valuable. And that's the bottom line. Anybody who is a child of God, he is our father. He is our king. He's left a whole inheritance for us through his son, Jesus. You are valuable and no one but your husband or wife, whether you are male or female, deserves your body 
in your temple because it belongs to the Lord. So that's what I would say to the um, person who just feels like they can't um, hold back. And and then there's a part two to that. If you're a person who are with someone that you truly believe is it and you have to walk away, trust God that if he is in it, that it'll come back. You can't be afraid to let anyone walk out of your life because God's word says that no good thing will he withhold from those who walk upright and that diligently seek him. So it's for you. He's not going to withhold it from you. And then the women who feel like... Um, <clears throat> Like time is running out, nothing is too hard for God. Nothing is too hard for God. We can go scripture for scripture, how, you know, it doesn't matter how old you are, what you have been through, God can bring something to pass in the last minute of the last hour, even the dead. So if you have a desire to be married, if you have a desire to keep yourself, keep reminding God of his promises to you in that and ask him to, um, uphold those and keep you in everything that you do so i would just encourage you to literally stay the course and stay in a group of like-minded people if you know it's getting hard to keep yourself don't be around people who are out there and that's just practical wisdom um you know engulf yourself in the word of god in the things that are going to keep you um encouraged in the lord so that's what i would say amen did y'all did y'all did y'all hear that? Did y'all did y'all get those nuggets? Sis, thank you, you will so be. much for everything you have shared. I know um it's gonna be a blessing to somebody that was listening. Listen, y'all, we're not saying none of this as if we don't still struggle and have our own issues. Like we Absolutely. and I'm sure since I can speak on your behalf, like it's not easy. Mm -mm. it's not like oh this is no problem no it's still a fight it's still a journey it's still prayer still warfare mm -hmm. we still have to be on guard because the enemy brings distractions yeah <laughs> and if you're not careful you will fall into those distractions again i went like i told you i was eight years in and i failed mm -hmm. because of distractions you know so it is important to know that you're not perfect that you are still human, but just know that you have the Lord with you. Know that the Holy Spirit is with you. Know that when your heart is in the right place, the Lord would never leave you nor forsake you, that he is with you at all times. And especially in this part of relationships, take the Lord with you. Do not try to do this by yourself. Because clearly, as you didn't heard from my sis and myself, trying to do it in your own way mm -mm. and not mm -hmm. waiting on the Lord, you're going to find yourself in a world of trouble. This mm -hmm. is what he's trying to keep us from. Okay? This is what he's, he's trying to keep us from the unnecessary heartaches and heartbreaks. So take it from, you don't have to take our word, but I do ask that you at least take it in, pray about it. And ask the Lord to reveal to you where he have you and what it is that he wants you to be doing when it pertains to a relationship you may already be in or somewhere you see yourself going. Pray about everything. Yeah. Amen, y'all. Amen. Yeah. Sis, if you don't mind um, just to pray for everyone that may be listening, just singles. And um, as we all and those that is on this journey of waiting, um, just yeah. pray for us and just pray for God's protection and covering as we continue to trust him on this journey. 
Yes, Heavenly Father, we just thank you above all. We thank you for your grace, your love, your mercy, your kindness, God. We thank you even now for this podcast, God, that you have allowed to go forth, God. We pray over each and every person that listens to this recording, Lord God. We just pray, Lord God, that in your perfect timing, God, that all things under the sun, God, will come in alignment to the will that you have for us, God. I pray for every single God who is waiting, Lord God. I pray that they worship while they wait, Lord God. I pray that they find themselves in you, God. I pray, Lord God, that your Holy Spirit just covers each and every one of us, God, as we sleep, as we go back and forth to work, Lord God. I pray that you cover our minds, God. We thank you, Lord God, that no weapons formed against us shall prosper, Lord God. And we pray, Lord God, that this word was laid on good ground, Lord God. And we just pray, Lord God, that your will be done above all. Continue to keep us, continue to cover our minds, continue to cover those connected to us, God. We thank you, we love you, and we praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen and amen. Thank y'all for joining us. Make sure y'all tune in with me next week. I'm going to have another special guest. Thank you so much, sis. I appreciate you. Love you, girl. All right. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. All right. Thank y'all so much for listening in. Listen, if you get a chance, check out my social media on Facebook. I'm Tawana Talia. On my Instagram, I'm Tawana Motivates. And I also have fitness pages. So I have Instagram, Extreme Hip Hop with Tawana, and also Facebook, Extreme Hip Hop with Tawana. Any of those pages, check my link, um, the bio in my link, and you're able to see everything else I have going on. I have a lot going on this year. So make sure you click one of the links and get the information. Thank y'all so much for listening in. And I will talk to y'all soon. Peace.